It's the morning show that no one knows and no one is talking about. I said no one is talking about, but if they did, they'd probably say it's the best way to start today with Rach and Dave. I am in the office, friends. My hair is, should have flat ironed that piece right there. It's fine. It's fine. These are the things that you don't notice until you go live. Good morning. It's Wednesday and... I put my underwear on backwards. I did not know that until I just went to use the restroom and I was like, well, that's the tag. That's the tag, Rach. So this should be comfortable because I'm in, you know, pants and boots. And if you think I'm gonna take all that off here in our office restroom to just switch around my chonies and put them on the right way, you are incorrect. I am way too lazy to do that. So we're gonna go backwards today and it feels Fine. Good morning, everybody. Um, I drive by the same grocery store. Anyone um, in sort of South Austin, South Aust Southwest Austin is where I live way out, way out, right? And I drive by this cute little place every day, Graceland Grocery. Um, and this morning I decided to give them a whirl, which is why I am nine minutes late. No, that's not true. I'm eight minutes late. Eight minutes I was late getting coffee and one minute was late discovering that my my thong is on the wrong direction so that's why we're a little slow today everyone but I tried this place it's so cute I can we talk about how wonderful Texas is for real um, shout out if you give me a heart or a thumbs up if you are also a Texan didn't think I was gonna go here today but I People ask us all the time when they find that, you know, they're like, oh, you, you know, you guys born and raised in Southern California and you moved from, you moved from California to Texas. How has it been? That's what everyone asks us. How has it been? It is literally the greatest decision we have ever made in our adult life. Just smartest thing we've ever done for our family. And I think what's so crazy about the experience, if you're not familiar with our story, we had lived in LA for, I gosh, seven, 18 years, 19 years, a really long time. I, me, he was there even longer than me. And I think when you are inside of something for so long, and I know this is a lot of you right now, it doesn't even occur to you that life could be different than it is. So you were, we, so we tend to sort of go through the motions and we're kind of in this space and it doesn't occur to you that there's another way to be. And when we started to dream about and talk about making change, it's, it began with this idea of working together. That's really where we started. And then it was like, well, gosh, if, if you would truly consider, oh, dang it, poor connection. Hold on. Let me fix this. Hold on, Instagram. Hold on, Instagram. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Instagram, I'm sorry. Am I on Wi-Fi? I'm on Wi-Fi. That's why it's causing trouble. Sorry. I'm coming back. Let's fingers crossed. Let's hope. Instagram, okay, I fixed the Wi-Fi, I hope. I'm hoping, the color doesn't look, it made it worse though, oh, oh. This is my, apparently this is my outfit today. That's what we're going with, giant fuzzy sweater. It's like 38 degrees. Um, in any event, we talked about working together and then the idea was, hey, if, if we're willing to work together, should we consider working together not in LA? Because at the time, 
you know, we believed in what we were building at the Hollis Co., but it was totally unproven. And that's scary. We have four kids and we thought, okay, we have this savings. Uh, we have our family savings account and we could um, move to somewhere where the cost of living is lower. We could sell our house and take the proceeds and put that in our nest egg and then move somewhere where the cost of living is lower and then have more runway, like have more time between, you know, when we start to need that money and when it runs out. And by the grace of God, you know, we have never needed to touch the the savings account. We moved, we made the decision to move here. And I think so often when you make a decision, the universe rises up to meet you. You know, yesterday we talked about this idea of choosing one thing. And sometimes when you choose one thing, it feels like everything goes wrong. It feels like everything gets hard. It feels like everything starts to, everyone starts to judge you or life feels more difficult than it needs to be. And, and I really think when that happens, it's a sign that you're on to something good because it means that through these trials, you're going to become stronger because of the trials. Right. But the other thing that happens is that, um, like years ago, I heard, I was watching the Oprah show. Anyone, I know y'all, a lot of y'all are my age, and I know that we have some younger people who don't understand what Oprah was, but like, give me an emoji, heart, thumbs up, whatever, if you are from a generation who watched the Oprah show every single day of your life. Like you, there was, and just so we're clear, there was no like recording TV shows. If you wanted to watch Oaks, you had to make sure that you were tuned in at the exact right time, right? So I remember years ago, I was watching the Oprah show and she said, you can't receive anything if your hands are full. You can't receive anything if your hands are full. And time and time again in my life, when I have let go of things I've been holding to so hard, that's when I feel like God's able to bless me. The universe is able to bless me with the thing that I've been praying for but have not had any space to receive. I know I'm sounding very hippie today. Bear with me. Um, so for me, that was what the decision, you know, going all in on one thing, we were like, okay, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it. And we're going to commit to it with every part of our being. And that includes moving our family to another state, moving away from everyone that we know, um, asking employees to move with us, some of which did, and they're still here, and some people who we love dearly, but they weren't able to to move to another place, and um, it's the best decision we ever made. Part, part of it is because I just feel like as much as I'm born and raised in Southern Cali, I fit here. I fit in Austin. I fit. Um, it Austin to me is this beautiful blend of like Texas Southern, but also artistic and inclusive and accepting and the food's so good. And the style is like everything, but also not, not too formal. Like I just beyond that, what it's been for our family and what, a bit, what it's been for our kids. I just love it. I love that there's like a sweet little grocery store with a sign that says to what literally I went in here today and the sign. And I, I saw this because when I drive by it in the morning, they have like um, an old school, like sign that says like, try our snickerdoodle latte or like they always have really cute little sayings. And I finally was like, you know what? Okay. I'm in. 
And then the sign on the door is like, please wipe your feet. Like I just, <laughs> I love it. I know I was talking to someone the other day who was saying that um, when they moved here, it was hard for them because they missed the hustle and bustle of a big city. They moved from San Fran and um, I know someone's like, stop selling everybody out of Austin. Like don't tell any more people to come. Um, but she was saying, oh, I miss the hustle and bustle. I'm like, oh my gosh, I do not. I don't. Mm -mm. I miss the weather as it's 38 degrees here today. I do miss the weather in, in LA and I miss my friends in LA. But beyond that, I also miss Poquito Mas, Poquito Mas, which is a really delicious taco stand in LA and running the Rose Bowl. That's it. Those are the things I miss. Um, so anyway, I was just thinking about that a lot as we talk about this idea of going all in on one thing and choosing one goal. I mean, true immersion, truly picking one thing is that like, what does it look like for you to be all in? And to be honest, I think we hesitated um, like, oh my gosh, could we move to Texas? That's crazy. A big part of it was what would other people think? You know, Dave came from the entertainment industry and there's a lot of like, this is what the cool kids do. And this is where, and like people were like, you're going to do what? You're going to like give up this lifestyle and this house and all these things in LA to go live in the country in Texas. Like people could not understand why we made that choice. And it's funny. We talked about this yesterday. If your life makes sense to other people, like if our life makes sense to other people, we are doing something wrong. So, um, yeah, we made this crazy decision and nobody understood it. And it is the best choice that we ever made. It's crazy when you do something that is a catalyst for massive change in your life. It's so amazing the perspective that you get. You know, last week we talked about this idea of perception. When you go through something, I think of moving to Texas, I think of when we were foster parents, I think of when we adopted our daughter. When you choose something that's so outside the norm of what other people do or what you've grown up accepting as normal, the world explodes in front of you. Have any of y'all ever traveled to another country? Like you go travel to another country and, and, and really I don't, not that this couldn't be, but I don't mean like that you went to Cabo on summer vacation, though Cabo is one of my favorite places. I mean that you truly went to another country that pushed you um, to explore a place you really had no experience with it. And when you got to that place, when you got to that other country, all of a sudden it, you understood it's a small world after all for the first time. Like I remember going to Ethiopia a few years, which is the most different experience in terms of cultures and just the vibrancy, the beauty of that country, the gorgeous people, the, the oh my gosh, the, the care and like the welcoming into their homes and just a completely different life than us. And I remember like, man, within the course of a day, I could be in Africa. It, it, when you see, when you do something different, when you go in, it gives you a perspective. It seems so far away until you're in it. And then when you're in it, you realize that it was just a distorted view of how the world really is. People are so freaked out to make a big change or choose something big because they are afraid that they're going to choose wrong. And the reality is, it doesn't matter. 
if you choose wrong, you'll figure it out. And and here, no, let me back up. That's not even a that's not even a good enough example. How would you ever know if it was the wrong choice? How would you know? How would you know that the choice you just made is the wrong choice? You never know what the alternative is. A lot of you right now are like, man, I went all in and I'm beating myself up because I tried to start this business and it didn't work and I went bankrupt and that was the wrong choice. And I disagree because how do you know that the other option wasn't worse for you? You are looking at your past with a grass is greener mentality. It, you're making up something that's not real. And uh, someone just said, thank you for, for talking about this. Someone just said finances is scary. If I assume maybe that we're talking about um, business. Finances is scary. It is, but here's the thing about, here, here's the, I, I, wanna, I wanna ask you guys, bear with me for just one minute, okay? Just bear with me. There is, I don't know if, if y'all own businesses, give me a heart emoji so I know, if you're a business owner, you have a side hustle, or it's something that you're dreaming about, okay? I'm going to talk about this from the perspective of pursuing a goal in your own business space, but th this could apply to you even if it's a personal thing. Our culture has made it so cool and so normal to run up a life on credit because somebody told us or we tell ourselves that if we just invest in this thing, if we just put all the money in, if we just, then it'll pay off in the end. Like, oh, I'm gonna go out and, and put Christmas on a credit card, right? Because some magical universe is going to exist come March where I get to pay that off. When the reality is you keep sinking yourself deeper and deeper and deeper in debt. When I started my business, and as long as I have grown and done things, Listen to me, I have gone out and I have gotten a side hustle, I have gotten another job, I did things that I didn't wanna do professionally, meaning like work for people who were jerks or work nights and weekends to make the money to invest in my dream. If you have money, if you have resources, get it. But if you don't have the money, the extra money, the resources, if you're struggling financially and you hear me say like, chase your dreams, choose one goal, go all in. And you hear that as like, you're right, put it all on a credit card and work hard enough. You're dumb. I love you. I love you. You are dumb. And it's not your fault that you believe that that's the reality because every single thing that we see and every single thing that is being celebrated in the media right now tells us that venture capital is the way. And if we can just get in a loan and we can just get an investment, if you want money to invest in the dream, you're going to have to go make some money to invest in the dream. You're going to have to go make, you're going to have to go work at Starbucks. You're going to have to go get some holiday hours. You're going to have to go. I, you know, Gary V it and buy some stuff at a yard sale and flip it on eBay. You are going to have to decide something that you can do that makes you money above and beyond the current budget that you have right now so that you have money to invest. We're, we're working on a huge project right now in our business. And, um, <clears throat> we'll, we'll tell you more about it later. It's going to be a multi-year project. It's going to take a ton of time. I'll just, it's just a little bit. We're so far from this, but um, we bought land. We, we keep outgrowing our office, so we're like, oh, we'll build an office, right? And so we bought land to build an office. We bought land in cash. Let me say it again for the people in the back 
we bought money or we bought land in cash so that we can build a, like an office park because we're going to keep growing. We're going to keep doing great work. We're going to need more room for these peaks, right? This is a, in Austin where this is Austin's bad quality. Construction takes forever. So this is like a four or five year project. And the amount of money that this will cost us over four or five years to see this to completion is bananas bananas and yesterday Dave had a meeting with like because the land developers and all the things and he's like oh my gosh Rachel this is gonna cost us a lot like I don't above 10 million dollars like that's how much I'm just straight up don't throw up in your mouth and I said we'll fit like seriously because everything happens exactly as it should. And he was super bummed when he realized like, oh, this is probably five years. And I was like, oh my gosh, what a gift. What a gift because we have five years. They'll tell us a budget. And we have three years before we even break ground. That's a bummer. Um, so we have five years. And that means that we get to start saving money so that we are good stewards. So that we live out our truth, which is that none of this is on credit and everything. And we get to save that money. So when the time comes, we're able to have this dream. When you hear me say, go all in, it is different than when you hear, you know, these cool fake entrepreneurs on the internet who are, you know, riding around in a private jet that they rented just so they can take a picture for you. And they're telling you to go, you know, invest all your money in a CBD business or <laughs> right. Like guys, stop buying into the hype. Don't you think that if it was that easy, that everyone would be millionaires from the, you know, $30,000 of nest egg money that they gave their cousin to help them start like be smart about this. Be smart. If you want to go all in, look, I wanted to own a building. I wanted to own this building, which again, we paid for in cash. We remodeled in cash. And it meant that years I had to save up to be able to do that. It, it's like the world wants this sort of like instantaneous, um, they, they want everything, that they want it now instead of the patience of like waiting for it to come to fruition. And by the way, earning it, what happened to earning these things? Like they're, ugh, sorry, okay, I'm, I'm getting off track. But um, we, we wanted to build this team, we wanted to grow our company, we wanted to hire employees, we wanted to do all those things. And yeah, LA's cool. And LA costs four times as much to live than it does to live here. And so we, had to make a decision. So we sold our home in LA and we had the, like, I know this isn't the point, but like kind of is the point. Yeah. Finances are scary. If you're waiting for a fairy godmother to come and wave a wand and give you a bunch of cash you don't currently have, you can, if you want it, you can get a job. You can get a part-time job. That's what I did. And then when I was an event planner, I took on a crap ton of stuff that I didn't want to do, but it, because it gave me money, because it allowed me to start the blog. And then I hired my first, like every time, this is how I do it. You want to know how I do it? This is how I do it. I find out what that investment's going to be for me financially. And I know I just said an investment that's like insane millions, but back in the day it was like, okay, an assistant's going to cost me $38,000 a year. So until I have $38,000 a year, I can't do that thing. I hope that makes sense. 
So um, whether or not it's worth it is up to you because it's easy for me to say that it's worth it because I think that it is. But at the end of the day, no matter what it is that you're aiming to do, just because the goal, listen to me, just because the goal is going to be good for you or good for your life, if it works, doesn't mean that you need to gamble with your stability. Like um, I, I was talking to an entrepreneur who's about to start his first business, and he's like, I'm you know, really excited. I saved $150,000 know, over the last five years, whatever it was. I don't remember how much time. And he was ready to launch his first business, and he's like, I'm quitting my job. I'm going all in. And he has four kids. And I was like, no, no. Do you know how fast $150,000 will go in the business that you are trying to build? No. Sorry. You're going to have to continue to do your day job, and you're going to have to find time nights and weekends to hustle to, to get this company off the ground. It, you can't go all in when you haven't earned a single dollar. Why would you put your family at risk? And frankly, why would you put your, your, like, your mental health? What that is going to do to your mental health to have that much pressure on you and that much pressure on your business, and then you are going to make a decision that's financially based instead of thoughtful and strategic? No. You want it. You're going to have to work for it. I went off on a tangent today, everybody. Stop spending money you don't have. Stop spending money you don't have to impress people you don't like. Do you even like yourself? Do you even like yourself? I was thinking about this the other day. How much women are taught that their worth is based on whether or not a man thinks that they're worthy. I was, um, I was overhearing a conversation with some women and, and one of them was talking about the guy that she's dating um, has a really impressive job. They were like, oh, we heard that you're dating a such and such executive. And she was like, I am. And then everyone else was like, oh, oh, okay, okay, queen, okay, queen. And I was like, oh, what is happening to us? That suddenly she is more impressive because of the job of the man that she is dating. Nobody said, or are you dating someone with a good heart? Nobody asked, are you dating someone who loves and values you? Nobody asked her about the content of his character. They were impressed because of the size of his 401k. They were impressed because maybe he gets to drive a fancy car. So suddenly she had more value because someone with a big job deemed her valuable. This is insane. I was thinking about this idea like, we are taught that if a man, or an impressive man even better, likes us, then our value goes up. And what I was wondering was, do you even value yourself? You know, the true testament of who we are and who we could be and who we should be is not about what other people, if other people like us, it's do you even like yourself? Because in this day and age, y'all know that it is very rare that, that women, especially to their core, truly love themselves for who they are. That is the thing we all need to be fighting for. That is the thing that you need to go all in on in 2020. Stop faking your life.
Stop trying to buy accolades. Stop trying to buy attention. You want, it, you want change? You want something different? You're going to have to do the work. And you can't buy a pass to the front of the line. You can't spend enough money on a cute running outfit to make it possible for you to run a half marathon without trying. You can't um, invest enough in a business to make it work without your effort. You just can't. It can be yours. Freaking nobody on this planet believes in you, believes in what you're capable of, believes that truly anyone and anything can have whatever it is as long as they're willing to work for it. But you have to work for it. Nobody believes that more than me. But you have to work for it. You can't fake it. And you are going to have to sacrifice. You're thinking about your big goal and your big dream right now. I want you to ask yourself, what's it really going to take? My friends, Tom and Lisa Bill, you have this question that they ask each other all the time. One of them will come up with like a big dream or a plan. And their question to each other is no BS. What would it really take? This thing that you say that you want, no BS. What's it really going to cost you? Time, effort, money, intention, giving up time with your family, giving up access to your friends, giving up the things that you say, what's it really going to take? Because at least if you're honest with yourself about what it's really going to take, then you have an answer on whether or not you're capable of it. And sometimes when we're really honest with ourselves about what it's going to take, we can look at the list and go, you know what? Not this year. Not this season. Not right now. You know what? I have these little kids and I really want to be a present mama and that is the number one thing for me in this season. And so that means that this dream, I'm going to have to wait until the baby starts kindergarten. And that's the choice that I'm making for myself and my family and I think it's beautiful. But at least then you know what's true. You know whether or not you have it in you right now in this season because you're being honest about what it really is. All right, you guys. It's Wednesday. It's the middle of a week. So much incredible possibility and opportunity in front of you. I, uh, I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you and your success. But right now, what's on my heart is more than your success is your self-awareness. Your self-awareness about what you're really doing, about the choices you're really making, about how to make these decisions for yourself in 2020 with more intention and with more integrity. I know that the world will teach you that you can fake it till you make it. It's not true. Let's commit to going slow. Let's go slow. Let's do it the right way. Let's not put it on credit card. Let's not put our family at risk. Let's not put our let's not give ourselves unnecessary anxiety. Let's not worry about what it looks like to the outside world. Let's do what's true and right for us. All right. I love y'all. Have a good Wednesday. And if you enjoy Morning Show, will you do me a favor? Will you screenshot and will you put it somewhere on your social and tag me? Or if it's later in the week, tag me and Dave. Um, we do this every single day. We commit to this time together as, as a piece of content for you. And our intention is just to help people. So if you found this helpful, we'd love it if you share it around. All right. I love you guys. Have a great day. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Start Today Morning Show podcast. If you want to actually see the episodes, make sure you tune in in the morning every weekday, 8 a.m. Central on Facebook and Instagram on basically every channel we have.
Our theme song is from Sarah Sunshine. Follow her at the Sarah Sunshine. Our executive producer is Cameron Berkman. The show is produced by Chelsea Harfouche and Kevin Westlake. With production help from Nicole Fisher. And I'd like to give special thanks to Hawk, the fish that will never die. <laughs>